Welcome everyone to today's Intelligent Property Investor Masterclass. Now, if you're listening to me on any one of the podcast forums, please make sure you get across to my website at some stage, iloverealestate.tv, because it'll have all of the charts and all of the info and research and everything else for you there that you can follow along with what we're talking about. Now, look, the reason I do these podcasts is because I want you to be more intelligent about property. The more you know about what's going on, and I'm not talking mainstream media hype here, I'm talking about what actually happening and in specifically then how it relates to property because the more you know the better decisions you make and ultimately the more profits you make out of your property investing so that's why I'm here today with you guys now what I'd like to do is share with you uh, what we're going to be covering so the jobs market is the best jobs market we have seen in 48 years, would you believe? But the real wage growth, um, it's at its worst that we've seen in 20 years. Now, I know if you're in a job right now, you're probably feeling that in that inflation's happening, goods are going up, but your wage isn't. Well, it's time for that to change. Why the Aussie economy is pivoting to full-time work and why that's a good news story for the property market. And why Westpac thinks that the rate hike predictions are over-exaggerated. And they think that households will weather the storm without drama. Hmm, interesting to see what the, uh, the Westpac economists have got to say. So, the best jobs market in 48 years. The unemployment rate dropped to a 48-year low as full-time employment continues to grow strongly. The number of unemployed people has fallen from around 750,000 pre-COVID to a bit over 500,000 now. And the Australian Bureau of Statistics has just come out and said that there are about 400,000 job openings now, look at that. We're 500,000 uh, unemployed right now. We've got 400,000 jobs out there. We're basically at full employment. I mean, we have, this is incredible situation. And when we're at full employment, the thing to remember is as we have more money, uh, we spend more money, we buy more things, we the money goes round in the economy, and ultimately it ends up in property. One way or another, it ends up in the property market, which is why you need to be active in the property market. You need to be reasonably aggressive, but not stupidly aggressive. Um, and you need to be educated because you wouldn't go out and rewire your house unless you're an electrician. What makes you think that you can go and invest in property and make a squillion if you are uh, not educated? So that's my big message right across the board. And I've seen it play out decade after decade. Let's get back to the charts. So this is the unemployment rate. We've gone under four. We're sitting at around about 3.8, 3.9 at the moment. Uh, so we've gone under four, which is, <laughs> I mean, you can go back and see how long it's been since we were at that rate, and you have to go back to the 70s. In fact, you're going to go back to about, where are we doing, about 75, 76, uh, when, 78 maybe, when we had the last unemployment rates uh, as low as we've got right now. And you can see here, uh, we're, we're almost at full employment. We've been up and down all over the place, depending on where we were with COVID. Um, and it's a little bit bumpy ride, but the fact is we're very low right now. Australia's uh, full employment uh, timeline, if you, again, you can see it 
it's a bumpy bit of a ride there, but basically if you net it out with uh, the jobs that we've got going plus the unemployed, we're sitting at around about 100,000 people unemployed, and that's pretty good for a population of over 25,000 people, 25 million people, beg your pardon. So we've reached that. Uh, the, the, sorry, the other thing with the employment uh, rates that I think is important to mention is that there's been a swing across to full-time employment. So this is the participation rate is actually very good. So it's not just part-time casuals, etc. There's a big swing across to full-time employment. And when you have full-time employment, you actually have a greater security for people. They feel more secure. They um, are more confident to get out there and invest or buy a home or any of those things because they've got more security. They've got a full-time job. Uh, so the participation rate is obviously right up there as a result. So this is where you can see the job vacancies and uh, and advertisements. Now, just look at that. Look at how much the job ads have come up, and they are higher now than they've been since um, since two thousand, and probably before that. Uh, but this chart goes back to the year two thousand. Um, and that's from a, a Australian Bureau of Statistics figures that's come out there. So pretty jolly good. You can see job ads um, by the uh, by one of the surveys and then job ads by the ANZ survey, but the vacancies themselves are even higher than that. Let's move on to wages, though, because this is a story that is playing out in the mainstream media, and that is that the wages have not kept up with inflation. Now, inflation's running hotter than expected. Real wages are actually falling as a result. Um, and they're posting their biggest decline since the year 2000. So this just shows you wage, wage growth has picked up over the last, uh, over the past year, but it remains weak by historical standards. If you go back and you can see there right back to 2000, we have not been this low. Um, so we're going to see more industrial reaction. We're going to see more uh, wage pressure. And real wages, if you take inflation into account, that's up there around 5.7, I think it's running at the moment. Uh, and then you look at the wage growth, the difference between the two is about 2.7%. So in effect, the real wages have gone down by 2.7%. Um, and uh, you know, that's, that's not good. But it is, it is changing. It's changing in two ways. One is industrial reaction. Action. The other is um, where people are moving jobs. Because the job market is so tight, we're seeing people move from one job to another and as a result get a pay rise uh, because the employers have to offer more pay in order to get the employees. So uh, those rates are, are then going up. So we're getting a we're getting a, um, a wage rise by stealth, if you like. And there was a recent survey that showed that something around oh, 70, 75, 76% of the workforce would move jobs. They either are actively looking for a new job for a higher pay or they are considering that they would move for a higher pay. So that's a big percentage of the market who are prepared to move to get more pay. A bit of a wake-up call, I suppose, to some of the employers as well, to, if they want to keep their staff, to, um, you know, to, to increase those wages. Uh, across the states, you can see there the, uh, the real wage growth. I mean, the worst is actually in WA, surprisingly, in the mining sector. 
um, but their wages were high to start with. Um, Queensland's come down about 3.5, uh, NT the same, and then you drop back to Tassie's down 3, ACT's down 2.6, New South Wales down 2, Victoria down 2.2, and uh, South Australia down uh, 2.5. So the average over the states is that 2.7%. So that's the same figures basically in a line graph um, and we have not uh, seen you know this kind of fall uh, basically since 2014. You can see if you go back there that's where we were from a wage level perspective um, in about 2014. When we start to have a look at um, the uh, wage growth is strongest in real estate and manufacturing industries and the weakest actually in mining and uh, utility sector, even though the mining industry is actually carrying us at the moment with our balance of trade. Um, you know, obviously rentals, hiring, real estate, uh, you, you just simply have to put the wages up to get anybody these days. So we're seeing this, this big push, construction, the same sort of thing, you know, massive demand in those areas. Manufacturing, I was a little bit surprised about, but anyway, that's where it's come to. Now, Westpac has come out with a um, housing pulse report, and it's interesting when you have a look at it because it shows that conditions are starting to consolidate, uh, but price pressure remains in the market. They don't think that rates will rise as high as the market markets were predicting pre-election um, and pre the last hike by the Reserve Bank of Australia. This is the first thing. Now, this is the national housing uh, condition. So this is this is the um, consumer confidence, I suppose, is the easiest way to put it, for housing and people doing things in housing. And you can see it's you know it's it's come down considerably from where we were in those dizzy heights. And a lot of that is due to affordability. I mean, affordability simply isn't what it what it has been, because the price rise increases and our wages going down and interest rates going up. So that's that's I guess what's sh what's showing here that um, the time uh, you know the, to buy the confidence there has come down. They don't expect to be buying very anytime soon, um, and price expectation confidence has come down because prices have gone up. The sentiment around jobs, this is a little bit interesting because what it shows is that even though unemployment rate is at record lows, um, the general feeling is risk aversion. So they, people just don't want to be taking on a lot of risk. Now, this can be partly due to the election. Every time we have an election, everybody sits on their hands and says, we'll just wait and see what happens. And that wait and see really carries on by about six months. So three to six months after an election is when you start to think, seeing, see things get back to some kind of normal, um, unless the government in situ makes some horrific horrendous mistakes. It takes about three to six months for people to get their confidence back. So that's the first thing. The second thing is we had a big interest rate rise. Um, you know, it, it jumped a considerable amount. And what that meant is that uh, people were scared it was going to go further. 
and mainstream media isn't helping. Mainstream media out there is pumping the barrel, saying, you know, interest rate rises and this is how much more you're going to have to pay on your mortgage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So people are scared because they listen to mainstream media. I mean, that's where they get their news from. They listen to the morning show and they listen to the, you know, the, the, the entertainment that is on there and that's all it is and don't really get to the crux of it or even think through what that actually means for them and their opportunities. Uh, auction clearance rates have come down a bit, so the market has definitely slowed. It's still growing, but it has slowed. Um, residential listings are down. Now, this is the biggest issue in our market today. We simply don't have enough listings. We've got foreign buyers increasing their activity. We've got, um, you know, we, we've got prices that have come up substantially, but they're still going up. They're just not going up at the same kind of rates as we saw in 2021, which is a good thing. You couldn't expect to get over 20% year after year after year. But the total listings is so far down. So we've got all this pent-up demand and not enough stock. And it takes time to produce stock. And on top of that, we've got all of these issues around supply because it is so hard to get materials. And that's a flow on from freight and China and all sorts of other things. And America taking all of our wood because they pay more than we do. Um, you know, it's a flow on effect. And obviously then what labor, labor's in short supply. It's such a tight market at the moment. So we've got all of these compounding effects, which means that, uh, you know, when you look at the, the chart there about listings, they're simply not going on the market because they don't know whether they can get another one. Um, inflation has come up. But this chart, these two charts are interesting. Inflation has gone up, interest rates have gone up. We all know that. But the chart here shows on the left-hand side, it shows what the forecast was for inflation and how it's not that much anymore. So Westpac has downgraded their inflation figures and they have also downgraded where they think interest rates are going to go. So they're still up, but they are not where they... Um, where they had thought that they would be. This is what I have said all the way along, that they've overpitched it. The market particularly has overpitched it, particularly in the bond market. So uh, we are going to get rate rises. I think it'll be much slower. And I, I know for a fact that the RBA was expecting um, higher uh, higher um, labour figures um, and higher inflation figures as a result of wages than they saw. And they, they may have overcooked the interest rate rise that they've seen so far. So I think it'll be a while before we see another one. We will see one, but it may be a little while. Household debt servicing and and housing affordability is well within range. Those two bars that you can see on either side are uh, well within range and uh, no major problems expected by defaults or, um, you know, um, bankruptcies or any of those other things from a Westpac perspective. The biggest issue is the global supply chain with fuel, uh, with shipping, with manufacturing, with COVID lockdowns in China, all those things are having a flow-on effect into our supply chain, which is an opportunity, particularly with the new government, if they come out and actually start putting some money into new manufacturing here in Australia, because it's just capital intensive. You know, if we could spend money on capital intensive manufacturing industries here in Australia, I mean, it costs nearly the same to run a machine here as it does in China or Vietnam or anywhere else. So why don't we put the money into that, bring the jobs back here, bring the manufacturing 
coming back here, so we're not as reliant on overseas markets. That would be a major benefit for Australia and our economy and our longevity. That's where the money needs to be spent, not on, you know, things that have no longevity, which seems to be where the money's going at the moment. So my quote for the week is, today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive that is youer than you. Oh, gee, I love Dr. Zeus. And my other favorite Dr. Zeus um, quote is, the more that you read, the more things you will know. The more that you learn, the more places you'll go. Isn't that gorgeous? And really, that's what it's about. And that's why I continue to do these Intelligent Property Investor Masterclass uh, podcasts with you guys, because the more you know, the better decisions you make. The better decisions you make, the more money you make. And that enables you to do what you want to do, live the kind of life you want to live, have the financial freedom that you want to have. So in the words of Dr. Zeus, Uh, the more you learn, the more places you'll go. So where do you want to (laughs) go? Look, I want to help you with that. And the way I can help you with that is I've offered uh, a few spots with my advisors this week. There's a few uh, appointments that you can take up. They are about 30 minutes to 60 minutes long. uh, And they're going to help you with where you're at, where you want to go, and how we can help you achieve that. Now, we don't sell property. That's not what this is about. This is about helping you achieve your goals so that you know more, so that you can do more, so that you can make more money. So in the words of Dr. Zeus, the more places you can go. (laughs) All you've got to do is go to iloverealestate.tv forward slash questions forward slash and take up one of those appointments. Or if you're seeing me on any of the Facebook or the YouTube channels, then jump on the the, uh, link down the bottom there and uh, we can help you out. So bye for now, guys. I hope that has been informative, informative, for you and that you've been able to uh, you know take some seeds of that and really look to the opportunities because there is so much there at the moment bye for now